0: Guess I play semi, bro, right? No man, you worse. You Sunday League.
1: All right, hello, and welcome to the Sunday League Podcast, your home for all things MLB and Thank fantasy baseball. Guys. Presented by Small World Media. I'm your host, Thomas Helms. We've got Kale Davis and Casey Moore You're on up. with me today. No James. Uh he's probably at Disney World. Fake. I don't know where he is. Um
2: he's, a, he's at some girls' birthday party. Some 12-year-old's
1: birthday party with Wander whoa. Franco. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyways, whoa, whoa. anyways.
2: Oh, my God. We cannot put that out there.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a little on edge right now. Um, just to give, give everybody a little insight, currently yeah. I am down 15 points to James in the fantasy championship. Um, Lance Lynn just gave up two runs, which is fantastic for so me. telling me there's a chance. There, I, you're telling me the chance. I had a 140 point lead on Thursday. The next two days, I had five pitchers go, and that 140 point lead turned to a 30 point lead. And then today, it was a 20 point lead, and James had six pitchers go, and he's only up by 15 at this point. I had two guys go, and my voice is cracking like I'm 12. So, anyways, watch out. Oh, I'm shaking in my boots right now. Because if I win this, I will in your, I will take <laughs> I will streak in the streets. Yeah, with the little bit of a pot money we that count. we're getting. But hey, I've got Max Muncy and Matt Olson still hitting. A little bit. So if Can one you, of them if
0: you don't if you don't want the pot, I'll keep my buy in. Yeah, oh, no, I'm taking already. the pot. I'm taking the pot.
1: But if one of them would hit a home run or do something valuable, and if Lance Lynn doesn't do well and has a blow up inning. There's a chance. She's so that's sure. all I'm hoping for. I'm a little on edge, but um, we will find out. I'll update everybody on the Instagram tomorrow, or I might make Kale do it because I'll probably be yeah. drowning in my tears.
0: Uh, but that's
1: that's the uh, that's the update from the championship. It's a tight one. Um, it's been exciting. It's been fun to get to this point, but it's it's yeah, the past couple of days has been uh, a little rough. A little rough on the uh, the helm side, so. We'll say why it's you guys... going
2: to be nice to have a full night's sleep for the first yeah. time in three months.
1: <laughs> Not waking up at 3 a.m. No, I was I picking up pitchers I was picking up pictures four days in advance to beat James to him because he usually does that. And then
2: I've been doing this for the everyone whole year. I get
1: that's playing the the Oakland A's or the Detroit Tigers decides they want to have a horrible start. Yeah. So just my luck, and then James picks him up and they get 40. So it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Why don't you guys? Tribute?
0: How's the championship week uh, affecting the marriage life?
1: Not uh, great. <laughs> marriage life is fine. Work life, probably not so much. I've just been on it all day. Anyways, um, yeah. Probably
0: going to get fired, but hey, it's okay. Once you won this box, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's I a like, work. I mean, I if, if I get yeah.
1: 200 bucks, I'll take it. You know, that's that's enough to get me back for a week or
2: two. To this podcast. Ooh. But,
1: um, yeah, no. I'll uh, I'll mention it to Dina, and she's like, "Wow!" I'll be like, "Dina, I'm winning the championship right now." She's like, "Wow, cool!" My life. <laughs> That's the best I get. So, I did pray in church this morning that James would lose. So, nice. you prefer, played you know, the game. I didn't sow my seed, but you know we'll see. God can work miracles. So. Yes, he can. That. Place is nice. Anyways, yeah, I was gonna say, what's the uh, what's the third place game looking like for you guys? Uh, so the real
2: championship. We, we would both be beating you. Yeah, the real championship up, up here. All right, hold on. Let me pull up the uh, league matchup. So Casey right now has like two guys going right now hitters. Oh, sure. I haven't looked at.
0: Uh, he's got eight
2: eight hundred twenty seven points. It's cute. Um, I've got eight hundred forty seven points, and I've got a pitcher still going. Um. So yeah. Hope as long as you know hell doesn't freeze over, uh, I'll be in third, and we would we would both be, you know, winning the championship this week. So that's just kind of how my Casey's season's gone. Um, because it's eight eleven, James to seven ninety five, Thomas trash cans. But yeah,
0: third place <laughs> yeah. is uh almost set. And if, if you finish third place, you get a nice little handshake from me. So yeah. correct. that's <laughs> all. That's all I care about. I play for. I play for the. I play
2: for the love of the game. It was never about the money.
0: <laughs> you play for
2: the respect. I play for the respect. Put some respect on my name. i haven't put on my tombstone. Hey, I mean,
1: you did jump from sixth place to yeah. what? Third. Oh, right, were you in sixth oh, last don't
0: year?
2: Don't you dare! Oh yeah, was, yeah. he was never in year. third. Yeah. Don't don't he go is. that high. He was never in so, third. Well, he's. About to I came in second. The first year, he's about to be a third. Yeah, yeah first last, year didn't count. No, last year, I didn't draft my team because I was uh <laughs> inebriated not committed, during the draft.
1: You're not committed.
2: I had my best friends. Uh, I, mean, I love y'all, death. But I have known this guy my whole life. Uh, his wedding. Uh, what's it called bachelor party. Bachelor party. So yeah, I was in uh, Charleston. I drafted three players. Yeah. Miami though. And then uh <laughs> and then you know couldn't really couldn't really talk. Too much anymore. So they drafted said, Javi. They drafted Javi <laughs> Baez for me.
0: First overall, so, yeah.
2: that's steel. That's a steel. Yeah. yeah, I I forgot. I forgot it was 2014. Yeah, he said, "Give so, me Max free. That's all he cared about. Yeah, I got. I didn't get Freddy, I got Acuna knew it last year was trash can. And I think that's it. I don't. I don't remember the other two. Yeah. Sorry, mom.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and then last year I lost to James in the ship so if I do it again it's going to be sad
0: but I'm proud of you Kale. I will That's say me, I'm proud of you you, you did not, you might have learned your lesson because the reason why you lost last year is the same reason you're going to lose this year trading with them the I reason I lost this oh, year oh, is oh, because
1: oh don't even get me started
0: okay oh,
2: shit, Felix Batista
1: backstabber. Backstabber. Shohei Otani and Sandy Alcantara all, all he got he hurt in the last
2: two weeks. We've
1: we all him
0: experienced injuries, don't I didn't have
1: Max
2: free it. for two months.
1: We well, had him now. No, Anyways, I don't. He's on the IL. Well, you had him for the first playoffs.
2: Nope. Anyways. but We all still love each other, allegedly.
0: Well, I, I think if, if uh, James wins... As a, another celebration, we gave him the passcode and the password to the IG account to make a post. Absolutely, i, 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 not. I quit. Absolutely,
2: it will, it will last not. more than two weeks.
0: It'll be six posts in one.
2: Yeah, it'll be it will last two weeks. will <laughs> be has every word will be
1: spelled wrong, and the grammar what? will be the third grade level.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's zero chance. I, I just no, gave Casey not. the the passcode and stuff, so you'll, you'll be seeing a lot lot of raised bull crap. No, I'm not biased. Okay. You're the most, you're the most biased person I've ever met in my life.
1: Oh, my gosh. It says and for the Rays and against the Braves. That's all I he
2: I want to hear this crap about bandwagon. I've been a Braves fan my entire life. I cried when the series. You know, one you know one what series. I
0: think it is that, that oh, gets me about Braves fans, especially maybe you guys, is nope. you can't even root for a team that's in your own state. Like... There isn't a team in our yeah, state. That's the Talking point. About. You, you can't ever say that you're loyal. You can't ever say, "Oh, I, I'm a hometown boy," anything like that. And you just you won't ever understand what it's like to really put a city on your back. You know. I'm sorry.
2: What? How many worst cities do you have? They haven't put anything <laughs> on their back other than fourteen-year-olds. I'm that's just the saying. Last
1: week, <laughs> you know, <you don't... laughs> the Braves are the team of the South.
2: Yeah. So you can say that to people in the South. Oh, you're from Florida. That <laughs> Florida's is not, the, not south. the South. Florida's a, its that's own the, entity. That's a retirement home for the Yankees up north. <laughs> it,
0: was, it is. And that's why we can't get any fans. Yeah, Everybody's exactly. Asking, that's the problem.
2: I, I may quit. after That, <laughs> <laughs> that is atrocious. <laughs> it was panhandle.
0: Firing you up for this episode, man.
1: Look, I don't need any more firing it up. Yeah, I just need Matt Olson to go yard. We'll make anyway, some, uh, so let's get into some real
2: topics. After that, well, Lord have me.
1: mercy, Father, forgive him for he also, knows you not what to go, he does.
2: I know we're not Catholic, but you need to go confession after that.
1: <laughs> you need to go pay your indulgences. Go do a what's the if you don't college, know what that means? Do
2: your church history. I'm a, I'm a terrible Christian as well. What's it? Whether you, we eat the crackers and the wine communion communion <laughs> you, need to, you need to do communion I had, listen i had a dark moment okay brother when's the last time you went to church freaking
0: yet yeah, africa yeah.
2: okay don't you dare
0: that wasn't church
2: i watch them i watch on youtube every every sunday okay,
1: okay. anyways uh, that's another discussion
2: anyways church isn't a building you
1: heathens don't forsake the gathering. Anyways. Where are let's not have more? biblical. <laughs> me and YouTube. Yeah.
2: I got about seven people in there with me, baby. Me and their remote. <laughs> yep.
0: Anyway, hey, me, anyways. Me, real me the topics. Father, son, Here we go.
2: Spirit,
1: baby. All right, Casey, your beloved Rays uh, caught up some prospects. They got some news on a new stadium, which is exciting. Staying in Tampa or Maybe. staying in St. Pete, I know a lot of people wanted them to move to Tampa North proper,
2: North Carolina. Um,
1: but I also saw a lot of people were just happy that they're staying in the area rather than moving to Orlando or anywhere else. So, give us your quick thoughts. Kind of lets you take the reins on this one, and we'll 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 follow suit. Yeah, map,
0: um, I, I think uh, obviously. Most important thing, they're staying in, in Florida. You know, definitely staying closer to Tampa, obviously. Um, so it's always good to hear that we're not doing the split city thing in Montreal. We're just relocating to a different state, obviously. Um, I, I think I think baseball can flourish in, in Tampa. Maybe not so much in St. Pete. So I'm disappointed that they did come to the conclusion of still staying in St. Pete. Um, as a Tampa native, I know I would buy season tickets immediately if they would have moved to Tampa just simply because, I mean, I think, I think it's going to do good for the first couple of years, but I think it's going to be another one of those Marlins situations where you build a brand new stadium for the first one or two years, even if they're good or bad, you're going to get a lot of people just because it's new. Um, but then I think it's going to fall off again. I think people are going to get tired of it. Um. There's just so much that you can do in Florida, in Tampa, all that kind of stuff. Um, it, a lot it just. Of drugs. Can... <laughs> what?
2: A lot of drugs.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Miami. But, uh, anyways. Just the, tra- just the transportation, you know, is obviously tough. Um, I know that's always an excuse that you hear from a lot of Floridians. But, I mean, if, if you look at it on a map, St. P is literally like a island itself and the only way to get there is through four um four bridges all those bridges you know they get crowded especially when the game's at 6 40 p.m uh five o'clock traffic to get over those bridges is just a lot of a lot of stress people don't want to make that effort but from the renderings it looks like it's going to be a nice stadium um I, i i like the Indoor, outdoor. Obviously, it's not a retractable roof, but they are making it where like the glass Pan panel or something can like be retractable. So you'll always have like the roof. It'll be kind of like a canopy, I guess you can say, um, where you can still get that that breeze from the ocean front in. Um, but I'm excited. You know, obviously the, the trop itself is is disgusting, so it's Perfect. exciting to to see something new. But but yeah, we'll see.
2: I I, I just heard a. Bunch of excuses on why there's no fans in the seats, and I just want to know when we're going to get tired of giving Florida a platform. Come to North Carolina, where there's actual dogs who will go where to ball nothing games. to do. Uh, oh. okay. uh, you've you've been to Raleigh. You've been to Charlotte. Uh, been to
1: Greensboro. There's well, nothing to do. Been to Winston Salem. You've been dogs. to Boone. You've been to the mountains.
2: You got, you got the beach, you got, mountain you got, in Florida. You got the mountains, you, that. you got the best of the world. It's the best state. So
1: can't go cliff jumping um, in Florida. Yeah.
2: Sure
1: can. Ain't no cliffs to jump off of.
2: The sky's but someone diverse.
1: built them. <laughs> Great bunch got ropes. City
2: slicks. Anyways, Eight, that is I something,
1: was. that is something I have kind of developed an opinion on is I do think, I think it's kind of stupid. Like, yes, I get their big markets, like Florida, New York, California. But, like, I feel like the cities that have two teams, like New York and L.A., always ends up with one really good team and one very disappointing team. Chicago as well. So, I feel like they – I mean, you know, they're big markets, obviously. They want to cater to to as many people. But, like – why not build stadiums and build teams in Salt Lake City, Portland, like places that don't have don't that sport
0: Portland? in them. So what'd you say? Don't you dare say Portland. Yeah. I'm just Portland saying. doesn't deserve a team, I don't think.
2: No, they don't deserve a city.
0: No, I, I, I second that. I think that's a yeah. great point, Thomas. I, I'm right there with you. I think teams – I mean, you look from just my experience in – um in my college days in North Carolina, all of those uh, minor league stadiums are packed with people yeah, at, every single night. You know, I think that would be a great opportunity for like the Charlotte Knights. I think that would, that's a big enough city. I think, or maybe yeah. even Raleigh. Raleigh's a little bit smaller, but I think they could still flourish there. But yeah, especially yeah. Like, turning the Charlotte Knights stadium into a actual MLB stadium, I think mm-hmm. that's a great spot for a um, for expansion team possibly. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I like the Salt Lake City Utah. Um I think that's a good yeah. place. Um but yeah I, I I'm with you right there. I don't think there needs to be teams double teams in double cities or the same city. I think yeah, it's, I mean it, Miami is is okay but like um
2: and I like two teams in LA. No. I, I understand like Florida and Texas because it's got to be right. cheaper with those state tax and stuff like that. Right. But Which, like New York I mean you can't tell me you're, you're saving money staying in new york you can't tell me you're saving money staying in california no so which i get it with
1: like with with texas and florida like those th- those teams are at least four hours apart right. you know like like arlington and i don't know how far arlington and houston are from each other enough. but i mean tampa
0: to we know if you came on Miami. That was, to yeah
1: well whatever Anyways, but at least they're far apart, but like being in the same city for me is like, is that necessary? And then when there was talks about putting a team in Orlando, I was like, Florida does not need three teams. That's ridiculous. So, And I mean, California's losing one, so they'll be down to three or four. Yeah, because they had five. But once Oakland leaves, they'll have four, which is still wild. Yeah. Granted, it is 75% of the West Coast, but
2: well, and, too, like anybody in the West Coast, like, I don't understand why, like, you said, I'm, like, LA, I think, I mean, they got two teams in basically every sport, you know. Yeah. Um, and LA is a big enough market where I do think you do make more money in that market. But, like, West Coast, like, especially for baseball, there's always East Coast biased, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because of time zones and blah, blah, blah. But, like, I don't, I don't understand why, um, gosh, who are the, like, San Francisco, like, they probably, they, they need to stay. Yeah. That's just, that's a good market. Um, Oakland's leaving. San Diego is a great spot. Like, San Diego's beautiful. And, like, California is big enough to where, like, they're all pretty spread apart. So, like. North,
0: middle, and the south. Right.
2: But, yeah, LA doesn't need two teams, but they're always going to have two teams. Like, you got the Clippers and Lakers. You got the Chargers and the Rams. And you got the, you know, Angels and the Dodgers. But I don't know. I just I'm with you, Thomas. Like there's there's plenty of places in it. Like I'm mean, no I swear North Carolina has like thirty minor league teams. Oh yeah. We're, we're we're great. I've always said I think Carolina's fifth. You got the big three in California, Texas, and Florida. I'm talking like baseball, you know, high school, all that stuff. Yeah. But then like New Jersey's pretty good at baseball and then like North Carolina and South yeah, Carolina. And Georgia. Like I mean, really, really like the whole
1: South Bible yep. belt area is also baseball belt. Like yep, I feel yep. like that like region is, is football and baseball. Like mm-hmm. nothing else really happens. Like yes, soccer and basketball are with, I mean, North Carolina is a hoop state, but I feel like in the South baseball is just kind of ingrained yep. in the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's you play or you go watch and you understand yeah. it. So that's why there's so many minor league teams in this area. Like, right. um, So I think because of
0: the weather, the weather's nice too. Oh yeah.
2: That too. Like I was yeah. Yeah, the when, I went, when I went up to, when I lived in Detroit for that year, like I learned so much because I'll never forget, like I was umpiring because you know, that's how you get extra money and stuff. And I was up and I was like, it's so like how I was on the first baseman because I was in the field. I said, so, you know, what grade are you in? I'm thinking he's like 13. I thought it was 13 years. He goes. Uh, I'm going to my junior year of high school. It was a 16 year team. I was like, oh my gosh, they're <laughs> like they're just not as good because, like you said, the weather. Like they can only be in outdoors for like maybe six months a year. Yeah. Um, so it's tougher up there. That's why football is big up north and basketball mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, honestly, like going back to your point, Casey of of Tampa being a good area. Like I'm surprised. Like it has to be only geographical of where the trop is that mm-hmm. the Rays don't have packed out stadiums every night yeah. because with, especially, I yeah. mean, you know, we went to Greensboro, half our team was from Tampa, if not more. So it's like all those guys and how much baseball culture is around Tampa. Like I'm surprised they're not, you yeah. know, selling but, out to games.
0: But to that point, you know, all those guys that were uh, from Tampa that went to, to college with us, probably more than half of them weren't even a race fans. Because okay. you have all these people move all the snowbirds, you know, from New York, from uh, Michigan, from Chicago, all like retiring or like moving down here. Perhaps now, um, with a lot of jobs moving down to Florida, more people are even coming down here. That And like when they're legit and when they are um, big fans of like their New York Yankees or the Cubs and stuff, they're not going to change their allegiance. To the race, you know. So you yeah, see a lot of sense. that. But at, to your point, yes, it is one hundred percent geographical. This new stadium isn't going to change anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think. I even watched the video the other day. It said, with a stadium in St. Pete, you can pull it attract six hundred thousand people to the stadium. When if you put a stadium in Tampa, you can attract six million oh because of gosh. because of the. Uh, surrounding locations and stuff in Orlando, Lake right. Flint, all that kind of stuff, you know? People yeah. from Orlando are not going to drive from Orlando through Tampa to cross a bridge to try and get to a game in St. Pete. It's yeah. just not going to happen, you know? But,
1: yeah, but, I mean, even to that point, like, if I'm from, if I live in Tampa but I'm a Braves fan and I can go to race games every night of the week, I'm going to do that. Sure like, good. if I have that opportunity and I love baseball like that, I'm going to go to those teams and go to that stadium, whether it's my team or not. Like, I'm going to go watch games. I mean, it's, it's the same as, like, when you're in North Carolina, you go to minor league games just because yeah. that's baseball and that's what's there to watch. Like, you don't care who it is. We don't care what affiliate it is. We just went to go go and watch.
0: Yeah. Well, so, I, I, I think also with our generation, there's not much – of those people left, I mean, there's very far and few between people. I think these days, especially from a baseball community, that are like that. I mean, I think we are great. I would do that. I mean, yeah. I, I was invited to go to the Braves game, you know, against the Nationals, like the last week of the uh, season. Like, do I love the the Nationals? No, I think they're one of the most boring teams to watch. Do I love the Braves? Absolutely not. Hated
2: with the cast, but, but I, I mean
0: to go experience a stadium obviously that I've never experienced before. And during that road trip that uh, me, you, uh, me and you took kill, you know, besides this other person, um, like we didn't, go and try to see the best games possible we just yeah. try to go see these atmosphere right. what's what's yeah. it like in mm-hmm. these other stadiums and stuff what's different from what we're used to at the tropper these minor league games that we go to wherever we're used to watching baseball games um so yeah I, I think the love of baseball from a fan standpoint hasn't been there in a few years but now maybe obviously with the new rule changes and stuff this year It seems like it's really starting to kind of come back, maybe. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's it's the love of the game, the true love of the game, I should say, is not there. I don't feel like from a fan standpoint as much. Yeah. So.
2: As much as they say they're trying to fix it, I swear they're because the I mean, I just blackouts genuinely make me furious. Yeah. So I don't want to hear how much they're trying to you know raise the game.
1: Yeah, I which, I mean, and their argument to that is, is the new schedule of, like, everybody plays everyone. So, you know, if you live in Oakland, but you're a Rays fan, you get to see yeah. your team every other year. It's like, yeah. but oh, does that God. really solve the problem? No. So, no. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully they change that, and hopefully they actually make a difference and, and see that they could grow the game even more if if people could actually watch the teams that they like. Right. So. But even to your point, Casey, like I do see like there are people like us, like we love baseball and like I went to Chicago a couple months ago and and went to watch the Reds (laughs) to watch um, the Reds and Cubs when both of them were trash and under 500 and then went and watched Milwaukee versus San Francisco when Milwaukee was also not doing too hot. So it's like I just wanted to go see games and see those stadiums and experience that, which... Wrigley was awesome, and so like that's that's also like a dying breed, I guess. Of like, I wish people would would try to do that more, um, just of being excited about watching baseball.
2: So, yeah.
1: Hopefully, we'll get there.
2: Yeah, even even like teammates of ours in college, like I was so I was so surprised to see, like how many baseball players didn't even watch baseball on TV. Yeah, like. Like grow grow up here and like sit down for three hours and and focus on something you know other than your cell phone for a couple hours, but it's just we're so we're so trained to care about what's going on and crap like that. But I do I do think I will say like this year I enjoy like the pitch clock and all that stuff because I I did get tired of watching like relievers walk around the mound three times between every pitch and stuff like that. I do, I do, I do enjoy that aspect of it, but, I don't know, we'll see. I think, I think, I mean, the ratings show that baseball is growing, you know, yeah. from what it was a couple of years ago. So, we'll see. Mm-hmm.
1: I also think like more teams being in contention adds to that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, because how many, how many people from Cincinnati have just chosen not to watch baseball the past few years, right. just because there's nothing to watch, like there's nothing to root for. So, I mean, or even, like, people in Pittsburgh right now, there's nothing for them to appear for. There's nothing for them to watch, you know? Why would they watch? But, I don't know. I think that has helped to it, and I think if they can find a way to make not even the playing field in, like, a socialist way of, like, everybody's got to be even, but, like, in a way of, like, having competitive balance and things like that, like salary caps and salary minimums that I think they've tried to implement, I think, does help and will help in the future. But that's my thoughts.
0: Well, I heard, I
2: heard, I heard minimum, like, I don't think, because like, look at the, like Mets and Yankees are two of the highest paid teams in the in the world. And they're, they were, you know, they didn't even be the playoffs this year. But I do think it should be a minimum, like pay floor, I guess it would be called. I don't know. Yeah. But like, cause I mean, as much as, like Oakland still had fans and stuff, but it's it'll be like if I lived in Oakland, it'll be hard to watch that team every day. Yeah, like because you and to like you just never know who's gonna. They never pay their players. Every, everybody like Matt Chapman and Matt Olson was, you know, the, the duo for a couple of years, and they they both they're gone. So like you just have to pray that you draft good every year, which they've done pretty decent at. But um, I don't know.
0: Speaking of drafting good and young guys and everything, um, kind of to the point of the Rays again, Junior Caminero getting the call-up, obviously our number one prospect. uh, Looks the part, 20 years old, um, one of the youngest, our second youngest guy that we've ever called up other than B.J. Upton. Um, So looks the part, you know, uh, I think he's going to fit in good as a third baseman, possibly a shortstop. I don't really see it that way for a long haul, um, but he's had a good two starts so far. He's been DH in both uh, a couple hits, an uh, RBI, but, but yeah, excited to see, see him. But I think that also kind of opens us up to a bigger conversation of what does bringing up a big prospect um, kind of momentum way. Uh, does it bring to a team especially in a uh playoff contention, playoff run, all that kind of stuff when obviously the the whole you know system, whole team knows, the whole organization knows who's coming up, you know, who's hot, who's not, all that kind of stuff. What does it mean to to a team? Do you all think? You should go first.
1: Um I mean I definitely think if especially if it's a high profile guy, like a guy that like probably guys on the team are like, why is this kid still in the minors when Joe Schmoe's over here playing third base? Like that could be definitely a huge boost. And you look at, look at the Braves last year. Sorry to bring them up again, Casey, but every single guy on that team says the minute, uh, Michael Harris came up was the minute they They flipped the switch. You know, that's as soon as he came up, that's when they started charging back on the Mets. That's when they came back from 10 games back And every single one of them said Michael Harris was the reason they did that. And I think it's a little bit of youth in the dugout, a little bit of excitement, a little bit of, you know, he hasn't had a taste of the big leagues. He's just happy to be there and just wants to play. Like I think a lot of guys, especially older guys who have been there for a while can sometimes lose the love of the game, not in a huge sense, but, but it's just kind of, at that point it's their job. You know, they're, they're coming to work every day and they're doing their job. But, you know, for a guy Coming up, that's twenty one, twenty two years old. He's excited to be there. It's the first experience of everything, so I think that that kind of re- rejuvenates a team, especially with a lot of veterans, of like giving them that reminder of this is why I'm here. Like I'm here for the love of the game. Like I get to play a kid's game every day and make millions and millions of dollars. So why don't I go out and have a good game? So that's kind of my thoughts on it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's basically like you hear things talk about like all the time like they love the trade deadline because new, just new faces. It's like something mm. so fresh, fresh, uh, fresh, you know, look on life and stuff like that. And you know, like I said, I mean, it's almost like your team saying that they believe in you, you know, like that you're adding to the team to add to your uh potential win. Um, But I still think it's like just the biggest thing is just having a, because as you know, like seeing the same faces every single day gets really old. Just human nature, um, and just knowing that, like, like you said, Casey, like a younger because it's usually like younger guys and stuff like that that still that are like playing for the love of the game and not for a contract or not for this or that numbers, um, just to win the ball game. So I mean, it's it's a jolt of energy, man. I think it's huge. like, I mean, look at Texas, you know, they were slumping and that young, the young kid came up and I mean, they've been hot. They just swept the rain, uh, the Mariners. Man. So.
0: What, what do you think of the Um, the message is to, to these young players take junior, uh, or even the, the guy for the Rangers. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. What can't is even.
1: it? Evan um, Carter. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Evan Carter. That's right. Um, uh, What's the message as, like, a GM or, like, a manager? Obviously, you know your team is going to make the playoffs um, or you're pushing for a playoff. Uh, and, obviously, you're bringing this kid up for him to produce, obviously, because you you think the team is going to be better with him. He's not just coming to fill a the 25th Evan. man. Yeah, Evan Carter. He's not just coming to fill the 25th roster spot on the team because somebody got injured. Perfect. He's coming out to produce, you know? Okay. Um, what does it say as an organization, obviously going into a playoff run of like, Hey, we're counting on you, you know, like we're putting, we're putting all of our chips kind of on the table and it's kind of not really up to you, but you know, you're going to be a big part of this push. Um, you feel like it's pressure. You think it's uh as a player, you, you think it's just another chip on your shoulder to say like, Let's go after this thing or, or what?
2: I think that's where scouting and stuff come into a big role. Because um, I think the best teams look at stuff like that. Like, ask the coaches, ask, you know, everybody, like, what's this guy's character? Um, because some people some people love the spotlight. Like, I mean, not to talk about myself, but, like, I never got my senior year. You know, I had a, I had a pretty down year. But it was like the it was near the end of the season, and I was up with a chance to win the game, and I was the most comfortable I ever felt in my life like I just loved the spotlight, not the spotlight because of, I love the pressure, and like people there's some people cut that cut that way, and there's some people who aren't um and we see that a lot we see that sadly more more times than not um they get scared and stuff like that, but it's all in the scouting and like you know, the uh, the resume, yeah, of, of players, and it's different for everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think we look back at Juan Soto when the Nationals won the World Series. Right. You know, I mean, he was just a spark to that team. Yeah, he it was. exactly what they needed. You know, yeah. they. I mean, that was an older team, and they bring mm-hmm. in a, a fresh new face, young young stud. You know, and he goes out and balls out for them. And leads them honestly, kind of leads them to to the World Series. Besides yeah. the besides the pitching, the starting pitcher pitching, obviously. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, may, maybe we'll see. I'm excited to see all the young stars in the postseason this year with the Orioles. Mm-hmm. Young guys, Gunnar Henderson, um, Evan Carter, like you mentioned, Thomas. If if they can uh, hang on for the wild card, um, they might hang on volleyball. for the division. Those yeah,
1: Texas is leading the West yeah. right now. Exactly. So we'll see. There's, maybe there's what five games if,
0: left? Six now. Six left. Six or seven, I think. Um, there's an off day, I think, in between all the games. But uh, even if the Reds sneak in, I mean, that's a super young team with yeah. uh, all up and down that that whole roster. I think it's just going to be a really exciting playoff push that yep. we haven't seen, or not even playoff push, playoff run for for every team that yep. we haven't seen in a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we've kind of gotten used to the same teams over and over again for the past four to five years or so. Same faces. They've been there. They all look comfortable, you know, Mm -hmm. and now we're really seeing like this big youth movement, you know, just pushing those kind of players out and saying, we're here. We're here to stay. Let's go get this thing. I I think it's going to be a really fun uh, playoff. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's like a, a whole new generation. Like, you know, your yeah. Miggies, your Verlanders, your Scherzers, they're kind of on their way out. And then you're getting all these new guys coming in that are making a difference. So I'm, I'm kind of excited. It's, it's bittersweet to me to think about yeah. that. Like, it's like the guys childhood. that grew up. Yeah. Like that's my childhood is watching these guys play. And then now it's kind of ending it makes me realize I'm old because now right. the guys coming up are younger than me and making millions of dollars playing baseball. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be good. Um, I forget my train of thought. I forget what I was going to say. Um, shoot. Um,
0: young Warden, kids. Young kids. Oh, okay. Coming up. Um,
1: oh, yeah. Um, I think going back to your original question, kind of like what's the approach as a manager, as a GM, you got to know that kid. But also like it's kind of, you know, if you come up and and the guys are like, Hey, you're the, you're our guy, you're our missing piece. Like that kind of is a, a jolt of adrenaline. Like, all right, I'm I'm going to go out here and, and, and be the guy right now to, to do that. And I think for a lot of these guys, that's, that's their mindset. And that's the way they operate. And so yeah, they're competitors. They're young. They want to win. Um, a lot of these guys come from high profile schools. A lot of guys have played in college world series and things like that. Um, so it's, it's, it's just kind of, at that point, they know who they are, um, and then you you call them up at this point, and you give them the keys to the castle almost, and they just go and play. Yes. So I think I think keys the castle, but that's why I think Brandon Hyde has done so well is, um, you know, I don't think he puts added pressure like you've got to perform, but it's like we expect you to come up and be who you are. Like that's that's why I think they call a lot of these guys up at this point in the season. It's like we know who you are. We know the type of player you are. We're not asking you to be anything different than you are. So we just want you to go play and be who we know you are. So I think with that mindset of like, they know who they are. They're given like the biggest opportunities late in the season. I think that just comes down to who the player is.
2: So. And you gotta know your roster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, have I will know your
0: roster. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mold around him and, well, guys, because obviously, if you bring this guy up and put him in a spot, that's that means somebody's on the bench. You know, that's been playing yeah. for a little bit. So, I, I second that for sure, Kale. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think that'll be good for both the Rays and and the Rangers. I think at this point, the Rangers are what one game up in the West now.
0: I think they're two now because two now, the. Yeah. Astros just got swept, and then they obviously just swept the Mariners. So they they actually might be two and a half now. Oh yeah,
1: um, there are they're two and a half up, and then yeah. Seattle's a half game back from Houston. So, I mean, in a strange, weird world, that would be uh, there is potential that Houston gets knocked out after winning the series last year, and just like their whole almost—I don't want to say—well, I'll his, say dynasty the yeah. past. Five six years has been, they've, I mean they've been in the ALCS all five of the last five. Is that right? Something like that. So that'd be interesting to see them knocked out, and then you get Seattle and who's been in the playoffs once in the last thirty years almost. So we'll see. Get new Wi Fi. <laughs> Kale,
2: okay, what you think? I don't know what you said. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What do you think about the way the AL is gonna shape up? You think Houston's out or you think they're gonna make it?
2: No, nah, I think they're gonna make it. I still say I can still keep my original. Um I think Seattle's out. Seattle's out.
0: That's that's hard to say. Oh well, it is and I mean, it's Seattle still has
2: because to, of George Kirby for the record. Well
1: <laughs> Well and Seattle has to go back and play another three games with Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and oh and okay, here's the here's the Here's the Here's kicker. what I forgot about, is the Mariners and the Astros play a three-game set starting tomorrow.
0: And then so, I think the Mariners go back to Texas or something, right? Or Texas plays Astros? Yeah, they,
1: go back to, they go back to Texas after this. They go back to Texas, okay. So if, hypothetically, if the Mariners sweep and then go get swept again, they could be out, even though they just swept the Astros. But we'll see. I think it'll be probably one of the most entertaining series of the year. To watch,
2: there's, yeah,
0: there's definitely a script to oh, uh, for, sure. The MLB yeah, for sure. I mean, no no, no way this lines up without a script, but um, hot topic, possibly. Yeah, uh, um, here we go. Do we, we Bryce, say, <laughs> <five
1: more moments. laughs>
0: not yet? Not yet. Do we say the Astros are the biggest uh chokers of like the 20 would it be 2010s i guess you would say or do we say or is it the dodgers or i mean it's definitely not the rangers like i wouldn't say the rangers because i mean
2: and to the 2010s is a little i'd say like the past because they didn't make it till 2017.
0: yeah, yeah. so what um, would you call it the 2015s yeah these past 10
2: years i guess but <laughs> the or,
0: past decade yeah, maybe. I mean, they got how many rings? They got two rings, right? They got two rings, but they've been to the World Series in 17 when they won 19, 19 uh 20, 21, 21 22. 22. Yeah. So they've been well, so they're 50, 50%. I still, so 50. I, I still say but they made definitely it to the MCS, like you said, Thomas, all those times. Yeah. That's five.
2: I, def, I would say definitely no, because um, people don't realize, like, you've got spring training, which is, you know, what, 30 games? Um, I mean, it's a long season. And to continuously make it deep into the playoffs is so hard. That's why you can talk about the Braves you want to in the 90s. But, like, to continually have success year after year after year is the most impressive thing for me. Um, where the we, most of the time, you know, you've got this fresh team who didn't make it last year and has just got high at the right time, like the Phillies, Nationals. Um, so, I think that's the most impressive thing. Uh see so yeah, I definitely wouldn't say they're chokers, but, like, I see where it come from, but uh, yeah, no, nah, I don't know. And and it was with, for a lot of those years, it was with the same team. Yeah. You know, Springer, Springer, Correa, uh,
0: I'll do Bregman, Bregman. Yeah, I think I think that kind of speaks to also though having a core on a team. You really need a core of either young talent or just a core group of guys that you know are slated to be on a team for four to five years.
1: Yeah, right.
0: maybe maybe if if you could go longer, like the Braves. Obviously, Braves are set up for success for years to come. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I mean, and I think it also speaks to, uh, the Astros and the Braves do this too, as well, bringing up the young talent from the home, you know, yeah. from, from inside the organization playing together ever since single A then double A, triple A. I mean, you've grown to know these guys, you've grown to win with these guys and you just it's continue that and into, into the majors. And then you just add those little pieces that, that are needed like the Matt Olsen, Sean Murphys, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah. so and I think that's why the the Rays and the A's and teams like that just they'll always be good, but they can never get to that moment. You know, they can never raise that trophy because they're just inexperienced, you know. I wouldn't say that they're not dogs. They're just inexperienced all together. So it's cats. Now, yeah. granted, when the Rays made it to the World Series both of their years, they played like two of the best teams that's ever been created. Oh
1: man. Oh, my so, gosh,
0: this was a fake year. Still a great team. Never happened.
1: Doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. I, it does kind of for the Astros. It, it, it does. It's a testament to their core, and it, it even going out last year and winning without Correa after he leaves was a big deal, I think, in, in kind of proving who they are and what they can do. And especially with Dusty, I think I really like that. To see them kind of, especially after all the scandals and all that stuff, like, yeah, they, they I mean, they've had, what, two, three managers since then and have still been that good. So it's it's just a testament to that organization of being able to win and being able to play in those players. So, Your yeah, two managers.
2: I uh, was Adrian Hinch and Dusty. Old dusty. dusty, dusty with the gloves. All, all two gloves, dusty. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: yeah. Okay. Anyways, in a, in a wild card,
1: in a wild card, uh, yeah, that's wild because there is still eight different teams that could make it out of the yeah. NL. N-O.
2: The Padres have a chance. They got Oakland and Kansas City.
1: Yeah, so I mean, which I mean, Kansas City has been playing spoiler the past week, so we'll see what it's happens. Well, and for the Astros somewhere, but um, see, I'm
0: still sticking with my. San Diego's Phillies. five games back. San Francisco, uh, San Francisco's
1: and four and a half. That's my. Cincinnati's two and a half. Miami's one. Chicago is the last team in. Arizona's got a half game lead, uh, and then the Phillies are five up. So Phillies are pretty much a lock at this point. Yeah. Have they clinched yet? Officially,
2: I don't think so. Probably they probably wouldn't. Yeah.
1: They got to win. Their magic number is one, but you know, Miles. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see.
2: Sí, se sí, se Let's see. Chicago,
1: who they got left. Chicago's got three against the Braves, which so... could go bad, and the three against the Brewers. And then Arizona's got... One more against the Yankees, three against the White Sox, and then three against the Astros. So Arizona may be a lock at this point. Miami's got Miami's got three Miami with the chips. Mets, and then three with the Pirates. So I st- I still put my chips on Miami getting in, and then Cincinnati, Guardians and Cardinals. Yeah, they do. So that could go either way, and then. San Francisco has Padres and Dodgers. So, I, honestly, I'm going to say San Francisco probably doesn't have a chance, especially if they're just not that hot right now and doesn't seem like anything's going. And then Padres have Giants and White Sox. So, I mean, there's still a chance for, I think, four or one, two, three, four, four out of those five, six last bottom teams. So. San Diego's gotta stay hot and they gotta pretty much win out to make it and everyone else has to lose. But
2: all I'm saying is all all six of my teams that I picked are in it right now. So
1: hey, congratulations. Won't be for genius.
2: long. I'm a genius. All right, yeah. Next. Skip next. Skip. Yeah.
1: I mean I think that's kind of all I've got. Next. Y'all got anything else to Chit chat about this kind of. are well, just wrapping up the season. Teams are clinching. Teams are starting to rest their guys. You're um, the
2: same as us. You're second place. Shut up. Ain't first, last. Score screen, update. James. Yeah,
1: freaking. You're still losing. Score update. Eight twenty to nine or 797. So still need Max Muncy to go yard. Still need Matt Olson to hit a grand slam.
2: Still need the Lord to come back.
1: Pretty much. That's all I'm waiting on. Because, I mean, if if Jesus comes back before this game is over, we'll never see. We'll never know.
2: I guess we'll never know.
1: I guess we'll never know. Gotcha. Anyways,
2: y'all got anything else?
0: That's all I I got. Hot takes. We can.
1: No, No misinformation from Casey today, so I guess we'll get out of here unscathed.
2: Yeah, Braves are just trash. You know. <laughs> yeah. Other than what? Braves are trash. Yeah. Just blasphemy.
1: No misinformation though. No uh I mean Matt Olson's hit five hundred home runs this year, so according Sweet. to
2: Casey.
0: Flush <laughs> <Close laughs> it. Has a five Anyways. minute, might as well. Well
2: next week we're gonna talk about who's better, Freddie or Matt Olson. Good the grief. A whole hour. That would be
1: yep.
2: hot takes. Yeah, we, we might have into. to do that. We might have to yeah. do that
1: in the postseason. Once, it's, more, once the season's over, so once it's Braves Rays in the World Series and the Braves win, we'll talk about that.
0: Braves O's. That's my take.
1: Really? You're not even gonna bet for your own team? No. Nope. Dang, you're Who fake. Can't. Fake fan. I mean, I, I
0: pray that they will, but <laughs> I, mean, I also pray for on that one, buddy. We'll see. I also pray for six-foot kids, but I know that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> You can adopt mine. For
1: those who don't know, Casey's 5'4". Five, 5'6".
0: Five, five, five.
1: Yeah, whatever. Anyways, make sure you follow us on Instagram, like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, find us anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know the drill. Um, give us a like, give us some comments, let us know what you think. Kale, you got any t-shirts left?
2: Plug in, if you call them t-shirts one more time. <laughs> you got any hats left? Uh, yeah, a couple. I was going to Here send going. a picture. Make sure uh, my boy bought one, and he wore it to uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. So, wrap it Come on. Come on. Wrap the Bye. set.
1: Anyways, so share us on your social media if you like what we're doing, if you appreciate Love us. us. Um, please help us so we can quit our day jobs. Um, but anyways, that's all we got. Love you. Bye. Bye. I got you. <laughs> Love you. Bye.